the world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gonz as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk. You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk today is May 13th, 2020, episode 197. Holy smokes. And this week, the second coming of the coronavirus. And how you doing today, everybody? My name's Basil. And this is Gons. Thank you guys for joining us here, live streamed to Face Like the Sun YouTube channel, Canary Cry Radio YouTube channel, DLive, Twitch, Facebook, and Periscope Twitter. How's everybody doing? Chat's rolling. We're and going. We're, only, we're going uh, good. Uh, we're only three episodes away from 200. I know. It's starting to freak Crazy. me out a little bit. We got to do something cool for 200. I think we will do something cool for 200, yeah, but we'll do we're not going to hype that too much just in case we don't. <laughs> <laughs> We've disappointed others and ourselves way too much with uh, over the years with we're promises. We're so guilty of, of overhyping sometimes uh, without actually pulling through on the promises. But you know what? Well, we've been having more fun lately, man. This is great. This is a good time. We got people rolling into the chat. A lot of Twitchers, a lot of YouTubers. Glad everybody's here. I'm just currently starting the watch party over on Facebook uh, for all the people at the Canary Cry community on Facebook. Want to give a shout out to those people. And uh, while I'm at it, I'll give a shout out to CanaryCry.community. It's a great place yeah. outside of uh, Facebook to connect with listeners of the show as well as just generally people like you. If you're here, that's the place to go. CanaryCry.community. And uh, today, Gons, before the show, for the past you know hour of us getting ready, I've had uh, the unstoppable yawns. I've been so... <laughs> So sleepy, so so sleepy. Yeah. Um, but of course, the second we get on stream, I'm all I'm amped, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to to That's explore good. the world through uh, weird headlines. Yeah, you got the uh, the adrenaline rush as soon as we start going live. You know, you can't you can't hold it back. It really um, is an adrenaline rush when you see is, that little red light go on. It's like, oh no, oh no, game it's time. starting. It's game uh, time. Also, with this episode, we're, we're going to do the normal Canary Cry News Talk stuff, but I do have a little section on, in the second half of the show mm-hmm. um, where I spent, you know, you said we prepped for an hour. Of course, I prepped for, uh, I don't know, a total of five or six hours for this one. So hopefully there's uh, some payoff for Lots me. Lots of fun stuff. Basil. Lots of, you did a deep dive. You did a deep, deep dive. Google dive. I'm deep very Google impressed. Dive. And just as a, as a way to start things off, thank you for all the listeners out there. Thank you for all the supporters because uh, your support matters. You sharing these uh, podcasts, especially the audio version, that matters because our uh, one of our videos on the Canary Cry Radio channel just got taken down for, uh, let's see, inappropriate content. Once again, our Hacking Bill and Star Signs, that's the episode that um, Sam sat in for me. Yeah, a few weeks ago, and it was taken down because uh, obviously we can't talk about Bill Gates unless we're stroking his. Uh, I know ego. we might actually have made a big mistake putting coronavirus in the title of this video. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't care. 
But we're not spreading any <laughs> misinformation. We're just reading straight from the headlines, bro. Don't yeah, blame yeah, us. Yeah. Ban Yahoo News. I know. I know. Oh, okay. Man. Well, I've got a nice little breakdown of Yahoo News later on. So stick around, folks, for that hard-hitting, <laughs> hard-hitting Yahoo, Yahoo News. News news. We will start with some fake news, although okay. it's, it's, well, it's fake only because it's satire, mm-hmm. and uh, it involves our favorite horseman, Elon Musk. Oh, yay! You are already sort of a cybernetic symbiote. Neural nets are taking over from regular programming. So, you are connected. You are connected. That's right. Last show, everybody, you might remember, and this is in place of a flippy update. Again, the robotics... Uh, robotics is not advancing as often as it should for us to do a flippy (laughs) update every show so we're looking to kind of spread our wings a little bit and i'm going to do that first by uh, bringing you a story from babylon b everybody's favorite uh, satirical news site here and the article's entitled now oh i just for reference in case you missed it if you missed the last show if you've been living under a rock uh elon musk opened up his factory in california stating that uh, if anybody's going to get arrested arrest him he was laying himself down on the uh, law enforcement altar there uh to make some cars baby and here's uh, the result california police attempt to arrest elon musk's holographic decoy as real (laughs) musk escapes on a rocket to mars that's right confused police attempted to take elon musk into custody today only to discover it was only a hologram decoy and the real musk was taking off on a spacecraft towards the red planet the police called for musk to come in quietly as they raided his tesla factory which he reopened in defiance of government orders Quote, hey, it's an imposter, shouted an arresting officer as he attempted to tackle Musk, but face planted on the concrete instead. He's getting away, cried his partner as he gestured toward a rocket in its final countdown stages. Get up! Get I, I up. hope this happens one day. I know it's oh, satire, so but funny. I love it's just, this. yeah, it's so good. It I, I hope that this is real. This is, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Quote, you'll always remember today as the day you almost caught the great Elon Musk, he cried as his SpaceX rocket took off toward Mars. Curse you, Musk! The officers shouted, shaking their fists at the heavens. In a transmission from space, Musk stated he will be moving all Tesla manufacturing to Mars, effective immediately to escape California taxes and shutdowns and the constraints of archaic humanity. So there you go. A little update on Elon there. Thank you, Babylon B. Uh, continuing to bring us the hard-hitting news we all want and uh, please return my calls okay <laughs> what do you got Gons as we're doing our, our Blitzkrieg our Blitzkrieg update here yeah let's see we got a we got a little people zoo update if I can find the jingle I guess I didn't prepare as well for the jingles I here keep you warm and safe in my people zoo Isaac Weissop tweeted this out and uh it's apropos don't forget that 2001 a space odyssey had a quarantine psyop to cover for the alien intelligence arthur c clark also knew we'd find life on europa something nasa has been clamoring about Mm -hmm. so and he has a picture here of uh the actual book version of 2001 a space odyssey and uh you know the aliens are hiding in the robots and and to do so they needed to quarantine and there's a whole section here where, you know, 
They ask him, what, what's the disease? What, what is the disease? What are the symptoms? Could it be extraterrestrial? Do you want any help from our medical services? And, uh, and the, what, what was his name? I can't, Hal mm-hmm. says, I'm sorry, Dimitri. We've been asked not to say anything at the moment. Thank you for the offer, but we can handle the situation. So there you go. Mm. The robot in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey covering for the aliens. Oh, classic. I know. Classic. They, they warned us all the way back then, man. The robots are not on our side. I'm for the robots. That's right. Oh, and I see a fun thing here. Is this yours? This, it, uh, it is. Okay, I show thought, us. I, what do you got? Okay, so... Uh, because of this lockdown and everybody, you know, uh, having issues with uh, staying indoors and trying to work from indoors, this is actually an article that was published in 2012. Mm-hmm. But I thought it'd be fun to bring up. This is from WebUrbanist.com, and they reported on outside offices, 14 detached work pods, eggs, modules, and more. And if you look work through pods. the images here. I mean, th- th- some of the stuff is pretty cool, man. I, I, I would love to have a little work pod. And so I was thinking, Basil, maybe you and I can do a Kickstarter campaign so we can create our own little suburban, or I guess urban, urban uh, work pods outside in the shape of all kinds of stuff. Eggs. I would want to dig a hole. It's, it's, I need to make my bunker. I need you my little work pod down there with all my cans, my cans of beans and stuff. But those <laughs> are pretty fancy. It's very Scandinavian, very yeah. sort of Scandinavian designs. Maybe Ikea carry some. Ooh, that one's in the shape of a, uh, a blob. A blob. <laughs> the blob yeah, wow. VB3 by DMVA is a shape of a, Looks like a giant uh, um, apple mouse. You know those white mouse. Yeah, it's things a good time. that you put on your hand. Yeah. Anyway, All right. just thought think, I'd throw it in have there. Have we given uh, Have we given everybody a chance to get onto the stream yet? But I got a lot of people complaining that we're not exposing the truth so much in the first five minutes of the show. Oh, gosh. That's the point, All people. Right. We got We got live streams. We got to give everybody a chance to get in Get in the Get in the stream. But here it comes coming straight at you. Um, this is an article from news.yahoo.com, which I will talk about more in a little bit. But the headline. Remember, this is a mainstream Yahoo News article um, titled Obamagate is not a conspiracy theory. Now, right. here's the thing. We got, we our, like we got to... our jingle, too. Hold on. Hold oh, on, hold yeah. On. We, we got our Forgot. little Obama jingle. Drone strikes have saved lives. <laughs> we're, we're cherry picking a little bit but yeah it's the start of the drone jingle but you know we we could probably pick out some great obama quotes to make an obama jingle we don't get uh, too political all the time unless you know robots and uh you know the, uh, the apocalypse and things get political then we can't avoid it but um here we go. Obamagate is not a conspiracy theory. Again, mainstream news.yahoo.com. The article reads, those sharing hashtag Obamagate hashtags on Twitter would do best to avoid the hysterics we saw from Russian collusion believers, but they have no reason to ignore the mounting evidence that suggests Obama's administration engaged in serious corruption. Democrats and their allies who like to pretend uh, that President Obama's only scandalous act was wearing a tan suit are going to spend the next few months gaslighting the public by focusing on the 
most feverish accusations against Obama. But the fact is that we already have more compelling evidence that the Obama administration engaged in misconduct than we ever did for opening the Russian collusion investigation. It is not conspiracy mongering to note that the investigation into Trump was predicted on an opposition research, sorry, predicated on an opposition research document filled with fabulism and most likely Russian disinformation. We know the DOJ held contradictory evidence when it began spying on those in Trump's orbit. We have proof that many of the relevant FISA warrant applications, almost every one of them actually, were based on fabricated evidence or riddled with errors. We know that members of the Obama administration who had no genuine role in counterintelligence operations repeatedly unmasked Trump's allies. And we know now that despite a dearth of evidence, the FBI railroaded my Michael Flynn into a guilty plea so it could keep the investigation going. What's more, the larger context only makes all of these facts more danging. <laughs> Almost got me, Yahoo. Uh, by 2016, <laughs> the Obama administration's intelligence community had normalized domestic spying. Obama's director of national intelligence, James Clapper, famously lied about snooping on American citizens to Congress. His CIA director, John Brennan, oversaw an agency that felt comfortable spying on the Senate with at least five of his underlings breaking into congressional computer files. His attorney general, Eric Holder, invoked the Espionage Act to spy on a Fox News journalist, shopping his case to three judges until he found one who would... Uh, who let him name the reporter as a co-conspirator. The Obama administration also spied on Associated Press reporters, which the news organization called a, quote, massive and unprecedented intrusion. And though it's been long forgotten, Obama officials were caught monitoring the conversations of members of Congress who opposed the Iran nuclear deal. What makes anyone believe these people wouldn't create a pretext to spy on the opposition party? If anyone does, they shouldn't, because on top of everything else, we know that Barack Obama was keenly interested in the Russian collusion investigation's progress. In her very last hour in office, National Security, Security Advisor Susan Rice wrote a self self-preserving email to herself, noting that she'd attended a meeting with the president, Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, FBI Director James Comey, and Vice President Joe Biden, in which Obama stressed that everything in the investigation should proceed, quote, by the book. Did high-ranking Obama administration officials not always conduct such investigations by the book? Is uh, It is curious that they would need to be specifically instructed to do so. It is also curious that the outgoing Going national security advisor 15 minutes after Trump had been sworn in as president would need to mention this meeting. None of this means that Obama committed some specific crime. He almost assuredly did not. In a healthy media environment, though, the mounting evidence of wrongdoing would spark an outpouring of uh, sorry would spark an outpouring of journalistic curiosity. Quote. But you might ask. Not a quote. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, quotation marks but right. you might ask why does it matter any uh, why does it matter anymore well for one thing many of the same characters central to all this apparent malfeasance now want to retake power in washington biden is the democratic party's presumptive presidential nominee he's running as the heir to obama's legacy and he was at that meeting with rice 
He had denied even knowing anything about the FBI investigation into Flynn before being forced to correct himself after ABC's George Stephanopoulos pointed out that he was mentioned in Rice's emails. It's completely legitimate to wonder what he knew about the investigation. Skeptics like to point out that the Obama administration had no motive to engage in abuse because Democrats were sure they were going to win. Richard Nixon won 49 states in 1972. His cronies had no need to break into the DNC's offices uh, and touch off Watergate, but as the FBI agents involved in the case noted, they wanted to have an, quote, insurance policy. Insurance policy. Insurancy. Insurancy. That's what I have. Is that okay? If the unthinkable <laughs> happened. In 2016, the unthinkable did happen and we're still dealing with the fallout four years later. We don't know where this scandal will end up, but one doesn't have to be a conspiracy theorist to wonder. Now, wow. here's the thing. If, if yeah, Crazy, right? And this is on Yahoo, mainstream uh, deal. So, for those who might remember, Yahoo sold out to Verizon, uh, which uh, now there's uh, a company called Oath, which is spooky, and we've done all our jokes about Oath. We reported on Oath years ago when this happened. Um, So, I mean, this is a mainstream, big tech, big uh, not tech, telecom company, uh, and this is an incredibly balanced article. (laughs) I mean, it's wild to see this happening over on Yahoo News. So uh, I looked up Yahoo News on um, Media Bias uh, Tracker, and they are categorized as left-leaning. But if you guys have been watching the shows over the past month or so, I've been bringing these these Yahoo articles, which are not left-leaning at all. It's pretty incredible, actually, to see how far right a lot of these i wouldn't even say right i wouldn't even put it in political terms except for that's just the language we have um but yeah there you go for we're, we're tracking mainstream coverage of a lot of stuff yahoo is kind of on point i think somebody over there at yahoo might listen to the show guns well let's hope so but even if not the, the evidence right now is so overwhelming that i mean it's it's really it would be irresponsible well, I guess a lot of these outlets are pretty irresponsible with the reporting on some of these things. So maybe somebody's coming in to actually try to report objectively and I am, you know, good, good for them. But yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I, you know, people are always asking me where, where can we get, uh, you know, actual balanced news? And I say nowhere except for a Canary Cry news talk. And they say, well, okay, <laughs> we need, we need a real news thing. Um, I don't know if I would ne- necessarily recommend people go to Yahoo for all the news, but I got to say, for a mainstream, you know, traditionally, well, categorically left-leaning um, outlet, this, uh, I mean, they're basically throwing their boy Obama under the bus here. We'll see. I mean, it could all be part of the the ploy to, you know, try to lessen the whole, I don't know, the guilty parties involved. <laughs> Come on, Gons. Uh, be, well, be nice to my new this- friend Yahoo. I'm trying to get that sweet, <laughs> sweet Yahoo money. <laughs> Well, maybe that's what it is too. Maybe, maybe financially, if you think about it, you know, the money might be moving away or certain, certain writers maybe yeah, um, might be seeing some of their, you know, previous monetary connections go away and now mm-hmm. they gotta, they gotta be a little more balanced or they gotta have at least, uh, uh, 
appeal to those who have the deeper pockets and well, they're the ones saying waking up man well people that's what i'm saying up. we're gonna we, i don't know if we realizing. have it as an actual story to report but california just flipped a seat over to red just that's two right. hours ago yeah 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 that's right so Crazy. i mean yeah this it's it's kind of inevitable with some of this stuff but uh i'm glad to see it but you know, I'm not going to really get my hopes up too high. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm fairly yeah. pessimistic when it comes you to You know what? I call them how I see them, and, and Yahoo gets points today for this article. Oh, good. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. Uh, you know what who you doesn't get points is uh, people from Michigan. Oh, it's a new world order. It's here. Not people. Sorry, the governor. People get governor. points. The governor doesn't governor. get points. Governor, my, my apologies to the people Michiganders. of Michigan. You get points. Yes. Michiganders get, get points. All right. This was uh, dailymail.com, your most reliable source for news. Love it. M- Michigan official says any protester brandishing a firearm should be arrested at tomorrow's stay at home rally set for the Capitol after Governor Gretchen Whitmer received death threats. Mm hmm. Okay. So it says here protesters in Michigan planning to rally at the. What is it? At the state capitol on Thursday are being warned that if they brandish firearms in an intimidating manner at the event, they will be arrested. Mm -hmm. The warnings come after several members of the groups planning on attending the rally called for the assassination of Governor Gretchen Whitmer, which saw one man writing, can we please just take up a collection for an assassin to put that woman from Michigan down? Yeah, don't do that, guys. Yeah, don't say say that. No points for them. (laughs) That's a good way to get on a list. On Monday, Whitmer said she respected people's right, uh, rights to protest, but was becoming increasingly concerned about the violent nature of the comments being made and the extreme rhetoric already connected to Thursday's rally. Mm. And uh, a bunch of pictures here. And it says here she was requested that if people decide to protest that they wear masks and practice social distancing. <laughs> On Tuesday, Senate Majority Leader Mike Shirky said that despite a longstanding rule that Michiganders with permits can bring weapons to the Capitol, anyone brandishing them in such a way as to intimidate or threaten anyone, uh, anyone else should be properly handcuffed, properly taken in, and fingerprinted. That's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty uh, what's the word I'm looking for? abstract way of talking about it brandish you're allowed to brandish a weapon uh, but uh, well actually no let's i don't know what the actual definition of brandish yeah if you're pointing the gun at somebody don't do that um but yeah this is going to be a reason for them if if they see a gun in somebody's hands they're gonna take them out and this is you know when this first happened we mentioned this is gonna be uh this is gonna be a flashpoint uh situation over there in michigan and I, I don't blame the governor for feeling intimidated. You know, when you uh, when you're an elected official and you turn against your own people and you try to enslave your citizens and, uh, you know, stop uh, enacting the will of the people and kind of get a little power hungry. Yeah, you're going to be a little nervous when uh, so many people show up on your front lawn uh, exercising the rights that you're trying to take away. I'm just saying, man, uh, I just. Well, I mean, it would be instead of like, hey, maybe I'm overstepping my boundaries, you know, as a governor, you know, they got to up the ante. We're going to we're going to take you out. Well, right. You know, it's a classic move, you know, trying to trying to squeeze even harder when people start pushing back. 
And you know, yeah, I I gotta give the leaders a gotta give them a break because you know, a lot of them don't learn from pat from the past. You know, they all think that they can do it differently, and their situation's different than uh, you know leaders of the past. And unfortunately, that's not how it goes. You start squeezing the people too much, they squeeze back. So At Michiganders, they they got some. They got some cojones over there, man. We got some Michiganders in the chat. So shout out to the Michiganders. What's up, y'all? There's a picture we're looking at right now from the article that has in the background a lady holding a sign that says, Heil Whitmer, with a swastika. <laughs> Good one. I'm sure, I'm sure that Good one will one. go over well. Yeah, so yep. we'll see what's going on. Stay safe, Michiganders. Don't point your guns at anybody, but um, you know, exercising your rights. Good for you. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all okay. right, you want to hear, hear a scary thing? Um, do you want to take yeah. this or do you want me to take it? I'll, I'll take it, yeah, because it's... Okay, yeah. you take it. Perfect. I didn't have that second... I, I was going to have the vaccine jingle, but this is a defense.gov article. And those mm-hmm. of you watching, you can see the Pentagon up at the top there. On the left... Immediate release, DOD awards $138 million contract enabling pre-filled syringes for future COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, pre-filled syringes. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if, uh, I guess you do fill the syringes up before, I don't know. Anyway, statements, know. A statement attributed to Lieutenant Colonel Mike Andrews, Department of Defense spokesman, quote, Today, the Department of Defense and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services announce a $138 million contract with Appyject Systems America for Project Jumpstart and Rapid USA, which together will dramatically expand U.S. production capability for domestically manufactured medical-grade injection devices starting by October 2020. I don't like the sound of that. Medical grade injection devices spearheaded by the DOD's joint acquisition task force JATF in a coordination with the HHS office of the assistant secretary for preparedness and response. The contract will support jumpstart to create a U.S. based high speed supply chain for pre-filled syringes beginning later this year by using well-established blow fill seal BFS as uh, aseptic plastics manufacturing technology suitable for combating COVID-19 when a safe and proven vaccine becomes available by immediately upgrading a sufficient number of existing domestic BFS facilities with installations of filling lines and technical improvements. Jumpstart will enable the manufacture Mm. of more than 100 million, 100 million pre-filled syringes for distribution across the United States by the end of the year, 2020. My gosh, that's like a third of the country is going to be. Oh my gosh. Okay. Keep going. No, I'm just. Okay. The the contract (laughs) also, the contract also enables Apoject systems America to accelerate the launch of rapid USA manufactured in new and permanent us based BFS facilities with the ultimate production goal of over 500 million pre-filled syringes uh in 2021 another 500 million million. why so many (laughs) that's more that's more than the population of the u.s this effort will be executed initially in connecticut south carolina and illinois with potential expansion to other u.s based locations 
Rapid will provide increased life savings capability against future national health emergencies that require population scale vaccine administration on an urgent basis. Rapid's permanent fill finished uh, permanent fill finished production capability will help significantly decrease the United States' dependence on offshore supply chains and its reliance on older technologies with much longer production lead times. These supplies can be used if a successful SARS-CoV-2 vaccine is oral or intranasal rather than injectable. Okay. <laughs> What's up? What, what are you... Uh, <laughs> Dude, just everything about this is crazy. First of all, why is it the DOD doing this? Well, government. I'm just, I mean, that's a hypothetical. It's a rhetorical question. (laughs) Why would the DOD be in charge of providing a vaccine that doesn't exist, that they're they're basically pre-paying for a product that's not invented? They're kickstarting. They're kickstarting the vaccine. Yeah, this is a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, the fact that it's the DOD just makes it that much more spooky. I mean, you're talking about getting, uh, some, either the national guards involved or the military of some kind does DOD, they don't do law enforcement, do they? They're just military, right? Yeah. They're supposed to be military. I thought, I don't know. And I, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think this, I, I don't even think there's too much to go in here except for, you know, if you're talking to your normie friends, why is the DOD paying for this? Why are they paying out $140 million before we even know that a, uh, an effective vaccine is possible? And why would and they- And why are f- they going to make $500 million why $500 million? syringes available? I don't understand. Wow. Maybe for baby, like babies being born. I don't know what the heck they're future proofing their, uh, their the only, the only part that I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense is the part at the very end where it says that they're, you know, they're decreasing the offshore supply chains and, you know, building it in, right. in that. That's cool. In-house. I'm down with that. That's fine. But like, why go so new world order with it? Uh, I guess it's not a surprise to anybody I that's know. It's, really it's, listening. But. I know. It kind of sucks when we get articles like this and, uh, you know, the, the idea is to talk through it, but it's like everything is so obvious and blatant. It's like not even worth breaking down but just in case anybody out there is uh you know is wondering it it didn't set off alarm bells to know that the department of defense is kickstarting a non-existent vaccine um so they can you know get it out to sites throughout the country as fast as possible uh in the meantime we have you know, restrictions starting to lift in some places. We have restrictions going, uh, you know, going off into never, never ending land uh, in other places. <laughs> We're going to talk about both of that. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. Pre filled syringes are the least of my worries. Uh, Conspiracy <laughs> chain. All this in the chart uh, in the chat just said, I feel like you guys don't understand what the new world order. I think she meant is what the new world order is. Um. Pretty sure we've been covering the New World Order since 2011. <laughs> oh, she and caught us, pretty, man. We don't sure know what the we, NWO is. I know. I well, know. Can someone tell me why this vaccine? Why is that bad? No, we get it. We just know that you guys also get it. So we don't need to go into the 300-year-old uh, history. Um, okay. Anything else to say about that? 400, More than that, sorry. But yeah, yeah, I mean, well, thousands if you want to get really in, deep into it. But. I know. I was picking uh, the the Illuminati 
uh, start point, but you can go <laughs> back to uh, the the garden. You can go back to the garden. Well, you can go to go the, even further the New back Atlantis. Than that. The New Atlantis, written by uh, Francis Bacon. Mm-hmm. If you read that, man, it's it's basically modern society imagined yeah. in fictional literature. There, so you know what's going to okay. save us, though, Gons. What's that? The NWO. Money? More, more NW. The NWO is going to save us from the NWO. Actually, that is part of the plan. Yeah, I'm and sorry. Money. I meant money. Money is going to save us. <laughs> Money, money, money. All yeah. right. This is on WashingtonPost.com, so you know it's good. Straight from the Bezos man. House Democrats introduce coronavirus rescue bill. Another one that would direct more than $3 trillion to states, oh. individuals, and health systems. All right. Trillion. So we already got our two, two trill. We got our two trill out the door. Let's amp it up to another three. That makes $5 trillion. Oh, my gosh. I just kind of gagged a little bit at that number here we go (laughs) article (laughs) article reads house democrats introduced a sprawling coronavirus rescue bill tuesday that would direct more than three trillion dollars to state and local governments health systems and a range of other initiatives setting up a huge clash with senate republicans and the white house over how to deal with the sputtering economy The legislation also would send a second round of stimulus checks to millions of Americans and include more funding for the Postal Service. Oh, thank God. Not every component of the measure would include more government spending. Some parts would aim to address the coronavirus pandemic in other ways, such as requiring passengers to wear masks on airplanes and public transit. Dude, no way, Jose. I am already way too claustrophobic on airplanes to add a mask to that. Well, I'm I'm wondering what how having that money. I mean, what are they going to make more masks? Is that what they're doing, or make it? I don't know. I just don't understand how the three trillion dollars is going to. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Okay, moving on. Republicans rejected the legislation even before they saw it. Good old Republicans. <laughs> Describing it as a liberal wish list that would go nowhere in the Republican-led Senate. For example, the bill would suspend a tax provision for two years that limits tax breaks, breaks for upper-income households in high-tax states, something Democrats have tried to change for several years. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said he was at work on crafting liability protections for businesses instead. Quote, this is not a time for aspirational legislation, McConnell said. We got to get a hold of this bill. I would be very curious to see which, uh, you know, museum or performing arts center is getting 50 million around on this one. I, uh, uh, the massive- I, I, I heard it was a I heard it was another one of those like over a thousand page documents. Oh, of course. Well, that's, you know, you make it long and nobody has time to read it. That's the whole point. The massive new Democratic bill was assembled by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, surprise, surprise, and her top lieutenants without input from Republicans or the Trump administration. Excuse me. 
It's less an opening bid in a bipartisan negotiation than an expression of House Democrats' priorities that they hope will resonate with the public as the nation suffers through the worst economic calamity since the Great Depression. As health officials and economic advisors warn that the pandemic and economic fallout are likely to drag on through the summer and that at least into fall, lawmakers from both parties are watching how the government's response to the virus could affect the November november elections <clears throat> oh my gosh i forgot Struggling. it was an election year for a second yeah sorry yeah. i got a frog in my throat and i forgot to bring my virtual reality water <laughs> uh the article continues the u.s economy lost 20.5 million jobs in april pushing the unemployment rate up to 14.7 percent many experts think the rate will go even higher in the coming months as many americans remain unsure about returning to work or spending money as the government continues to try to contain the pandemic quote we must think big for the people now because if we don't it will cost more in lives and livelihood later pelosi said at a news conference quote not acting is the most expensive course what do you think locking people in their houses is? Okay, keeping the 1800-page legislation, oh, which is the ha- which the House is expected to vote on Friday, would devote nearly a trillion to state, local, territorial, and tribal governments and establish a 200 billion dollar Heroes Fund to extend hazard pay to essential workers. It also would send a second and larger round of direct payments to individual Americans, up to six thousand dollars per household. Oh, man, I never got my original stimulus check. I, I, there's six grand going out. <laughs> I'm bitter to, about that. <laughs> I'm bringing to, it up. I'm just saying, man, where's my money? Other parts of the measure would increase nutrition assistance benefits by 15% uh, and provide $175 billion in housing assistance, among other things. A $600 <laughs> weekly increase in unemployment insurance would be extended through January, and the bill directs an additional $75 billion for coronavirus testing and contact tracing. There's that contact tracing again. Yeah. We got to not only test for the virus, but we need money to surveil the society. Other provisions include $25 billion for the U.S. Postal Service, a frequent target of attacks from President Trump. <laughs> that's, my favorite, uh, that's my favorite That's uh, my favorite. You know, uh, nemesis. Trump versus Postal Service. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and a new requirement for passengers and employees on airlines, public transit systems, and Amtrak trains to wear masks, which we know are not effective. Protections are included for legitimate cannabis-related businesses. Oh, thank you. And there is $3 billion to increase mental health support and $400 million to help the Census Bureau deal with coronavirus-related delays in the 2020 census. Uh, no, I'm not going to make a big deal about that. Uh, the Census Bureau, is, they're always having trouble. Um, yeah. Let me see how much more of this there is. Uh, there's a few, any, anything you want to talk about, uh, first? Uh, I mean, it just seems like the same at this point, we already printed what six trillion. We had already printed more in a, a few weeks than we did in a hundred plus two. years. <clears throat> so, uh, well, no, it was two that went out. I think it was six total, uh, and the four oh, that went to other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, yeah, like, you know, it's, um, it's interesting because there's all this uh, confusion about 
we you know won't this cause inflation and things like that and apparently none of the none of the politicians are worried about that necessarily it's because of modern monetary theory um if you're looking for something to kind of research that isn't necessarily having to do with uh uh, fallen angels and uh, uh, you know Illuminati lizard people. Just look up uh, modern monetary theory. That's that's the economic model that they're using, where they think they can just print as much money as they want. Um, and well, uh, yeah, and 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 it's it's uh, they really go by the the definition of fiat, which is a decree by some kind of authority. So if the government says that one dollar is worth one dollar, no matter what. Right. Then, uh, then your purchasing power of that dollar will not change, despite the fact that there is way more dollars in circulation. Um, and yeah, usually when that happens, other countries that have tried to do that went into hyperinflation. Lebanon recently, we reported on it. They're burning banks and burning ATMs and stuff. They're holding funerals, <laughs> funerals for walking caskets with their with their currency on it. <laughs> Um, and so, and it's happened to Venezuela and, and other countries. Uh, and a lot of those are based on the U S dollar as well. Like the dollar is the backup or the, the, you know, the reserve currency. So I guess if you're the reserve currency, you could do whatever you want, but, uh, I don't know. It's uh, in the long term, this is not going to work. I just don't see it working. I really don't, but that's you know, just my own theory. In yeah. Terms I mean, here's money. my thing. I mean, I'm, <laughs> There's a lot of people out there doing podcasts, doing YouTube shows, and they, they got a lot of good reasons why this wouldn't work. I mean, in the long run, I'm not a professional economist or a money scientist. So, you know, I'm not going to try to make people think that they should trust my advice on this. Um, but I mean, it goes against common sense. It goes against everything we've been told about our own economy. And it goes against, uh, uh, I mean, it goes uh, until you start looking at modern monetary theory. Um, none of it makes any sense until you realize that, yeah, they real, they think they can just uh, tell you what money's worth and then you just believe it. And then that's how we go. We just do what we're told and wear our masks and uh, accept all our free money. But it is interesting, you know, how uh, a certain part of the political population wants to keep everything closed and another part of the political population wants to open everything back up and get back to work. Um, they're both trying to fix the economy. One of them just wants to rely on the government to do so. And the other side just wants to, you know, get back to it's good, honest work, cutting hair and, you know, normal job stuff. Podcasting. Yeah. Podcasting. We'll, yes, we'll, it's, it's, it's not much, we'll but it's honest work. Well, I, you know, I, there's a part of me that thinks that Trump knows you know, he's responding to the sort of economic crash. And we, right now we're in the situation where the stock market is not reflecting the real economy where the stock market is like still going up and up and up. And uh, while the economy is just getting worse and worse and, mm -hmm. and there's that discrepancy there. And in, in that sense of the Democrats appealing to that mindset of like, Hey, they just printed all this money and bailed out these huge companies printing trillions why not print trillions to help the normal person out you know so they're, they're appealing to that concept but right it's always it's always a little overreach with this stuff you know and it's always when, when pelosi comes out at, first off how many people how many monkeys does she have working in the background she always comes out with these 
like these bills that are thousands of pages. <laughs> it's like she has uh, time to write all this yeah, or <laughs> that's the strategy, man. <laughs> I know, but it's just funny how she's always, uh, you know, yeah, coming, uh, standing on stage and, and, uh, going on over there. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. that's uh, an interesting story. More yeah. printing, more brr the money. Yeah. Brr. All right. I want to take just a quick second, Gons. Just a quick little break here. Nobody uh, leave. Uh, uh, Nobody okay. leave. I'm going to be giving right, some fine. shout outs. So thanks, everybody, uh, especially those over at twitch.tv slash canarycryradio. Thank you, everybody who's made the switch over there. Uh, our average is going up, so it's working. You guys are helping us. Um, we are soon going to be able to uh, activate some very fun tools on Twitch. So all the Twitch users, thank you guys so much. And we got some fun ones coming coming in gons uh we got uh quite a bit of uh followers over the past couple days so i'm i uh, i you know i can't call out everyone i'm so sorry but i'm gonna go down the line i'm gonna call out some random ones um and if you're in the chat right now in twitch and you're new uh say it say you're new and you and i'll call you out here on the show because i'd rather call out people who are uh, watching the show than people who are not. So here we go, going down the uh, going down the list here. First of all, we have uh, Lion Soul Drive. Lion Soul Drive coming in, coming in. Thank you. We got Notchback01 in the chat. Shout out. What's up, buddy? Uh, Didymus79. This is second week coming in. Thanks, buddy. Yes. We got a. Uh, Bama Writer is a fall as a follower on their Twitch. Let's see who else we got here. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Firestorms. That's fun. I like it. Yeah. We got Bambulaman. 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 We got Nan believes in giants. Okay. Ooh. Nan. Nan believes in giants. We got Watchman Elvelador eighty three. What's up, buddy? Got uh, Leanne, Leanne, Leanne. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. We I picked don't know. you. Yeah, you tricked me. Um, hold on. Let me go down there. Oh, man. The chat's moving too quick. We got one raw one. We got Dr. Gently. We got Nitro. Nitro FZ1. Nitro FZ1. Yeah. Who else we got here? Who else we got? Hold on. Du, 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 du. Mm, mm, mm. No, okay. All right. One for, more. No. For all eyes to see. There you Excellent. Go. Okay. There you go. Oh, we also got one called Flippy Official. Ooh. <laughs> Flippy Official is in the house. Flippy Official. Sorry oh, for not having we a got Flippy a, update. Jeff Bezos underscore RFID chips in stock. <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome name uh All right, especially we'll do some since, more shout outs uh, later in the show thank you guys for helping us get we need to average at least 75 viewers over uh, uh an average uh, concurrent viewership of 75 over a whole month so keep popping in there we got to get the average up even if we just have like uh even if we have an average of a hundred today we need to keep that going because we got to make up for lower days earlier in the month so okay uh, just a quick mention the one person watching on d live i think his name is nicodemus and he's been posting a bunch of like you know gifts and stuff in the chat so shout out oh, to nicodemus. nicodemus and also the one d live guy one d live 
audience member. And also Marcy T, thank you for the super chat. Two dollars. Yeah. Appreciate it. And uh I think that's it for now for shout outs. I'm gonna give a shout out round. to Frankly Fank. Frankly Fank popping in. Right. Earthwalker one. Earthwalker one. Yeah, okay. Uh also, you know, Twitch is owned by Amazon, I think. So, you know, we mm-hmm. are, we yeah, may not Bezos, last there forever, but Bezos for now, is keeping an eye on us, man. I know, I know. Now that well, yeah, now especially since Bezos is with his RFID stock is RFID chips in stock. Bezos <laughs> said it himself. Excellent. Okay. Okay. You want to get back into it? Yes, let's do it. So we got more New World Order stuff here. Oh, it's the New World Order. It's here. This is, I chose this one just because the outlet, people.com, you know, People Magazine. Yeah. Los Angeles stay at home order will go until August with all certainty, officials say. And I think he was, uh, you were updating a, f- a couple hours ago saying that it's even longer indefinitely was the yeah i the oh, thing great. i saw said the the health minister or whatever the health guy over in california could <laughs> did not put an end date on the safer at oh home order gosh. all right well it says here stay at home orders will likely remain in place for los angeles county residents for most of the summer on tuesday the county's public health director, Barbara Ferrer, Ferrer, warned during a board of supervisors meeting that a dramatic change to the virus and tools that we have, we have at hand to actually fight it is necessary uh, before lockdown rules can be relaxed, saying that the order will, quote, with all certainty, be extended for the next three months, ABC wow. News 7 Los Angeles reports. Dude, what? I, yeah, that's ridiculous. I do think recover, recovery will be months long based on the tools that we have at hand today, Ferrer said. Ferrer's comments came at Los Angeles County continues, uh, comments came as Los Angeles County continues to see a spike in COVID-19 related cases and deaths. According to the New York Times database, Tuesday saw another 566 infections and 39 deaths. As of Wednesday morning, a total of 33,000 180 cases and 1,613 deaths have been recorded, making Los Angeles County's uh, Los Angeles County, California's epicenter uh, of the coronavirus. Am I reading this weird, or is this just written kind of weird? Government uh, governor bigger, bro. It's as big as it gets on my little <laughs> brave browser. Governor Gavin Newsom has allowed individual counties to approve reopening plans for residents. Los Angeles County officials had previously set May 15th as the deadline for its safer at home order and the region's reopening based on a five point prerequisite plan that factors in benchmarks, including the healthcare system's capacity to treat patients, the protections in place for those at risk, the ability to maintain physical distancing, Ooh, physical distancing. Hey, there we go. Surprised they put that in there instead yeah, of uh, no social, more social distancing. distancing. Hey, good. And <laughs> and the availability to testing and contact tracing. Oh, it's, eh, there you go. ABC News 7 has reported. Uh, I mean, you get the point here. Uh, three month extension, of course, because the deadline was coming up and we must we must maintain control. The new world order must yeah. keep control. Uh, the, the second sort of sub story to this Riverside County 
a report. This is a law enforcement today.com report. California sheriff refuses to enforce Newsom stay at home orders. And uh, this is a couple days old. So I guess it doesn't necessarily relate directly to the uh, announcement from yesterday. And I guess today about the indefinite uh, lockdown, but Riverside County, as we've been reporting, law enforcement officers are the ones who are being put squarely in the middle between power mad governors and the American people, including business owners. While governors sit at home in their multi-million dollar mansions or send their families to Florida estates, it is law enforcement officials who are left to carry out what are often constitution skirting emergency orders. A sheriff in California just came down on the side of liberty by refusing to enforce stay at home mandates. According to the Blaze, this past week, Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco made it quite clear that if anyone enforces lockdown orders in California, it will not be his department. In yeah. a speech before the county's Board of Supervisors, Bianco pulled no punches. Quote, from the beginning, I told you that I would not be enforcing this stay-at-home order, partly because I trusted our residents' ability to do the right thing without the fear of being arrested, Bianco said. I knew that they could be trusted to act as responsible adults, and I was correct. And uh, I mean, it, Riverside. It goes on here. Yeah. <clears throat> and for those who don't know, Riverside is right next to L.A. Yes. Um, so I.E. You know, Inland Empire. So, yeah, yes, this same, is same uh, same area for those who don't know uh, uh, California geography. Um, but uh, Orange County guns where you're at. What are they doing there? Um, I, I don't know. Everyone's outside. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one's really taking too much of a stance with that kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's both. Well, uh, it's I, I, again, it's, I mean, it's part and part. Some people, I mean, this morning, again, I saw people driving in their cars with their mask on and, mm. and rubber gloves. So some yeah. people are still in it, but I, I see yeah, a lot more people just coming out and, and a ignoring lot of, all that stuff. Yeah. Very interesting variables to uh, the whole thing. You know, not only is there the geographic region and the lawmakers and the law enforcement in that area, but also just people's, level of brainwashedness brainwashiness uh you know that's where the social policing policing ourselves comes in comes yeah. in uh, but you know here's the thing there's been so many things that have happened over the years whether it's uh you know protesters or riots or uh you know uh, well mainly protesting and riots and things like that where the police get a bad rap a lot of the times especially you know i remember when the uh the pipeline um what was it the uh standing rock the dakota pipeline thing oh, right. you know yeah. where you got a bunch of native americans out there trying to stop the pipeline from going through and it's freezing cold outside and the police are out there like spraying people with cannons with uh, water cannons you're like okay guys come on that's not cool um so not a lot of love for police a lot of the times but i got this article from lawenforcementtoday.com which is quickly becoming a one of my favorite websites um and the article is titled police departments are starting to ignore power hungry governor's overreach now this was uh, on april 24th so what uh, you know what's in this um you know is a couple weeks old but also i think that the sentiment would only grow so article uh, reads as America held hostage Chinese coronavirus <laughs> enters its sixth week. 
police administrators nice. across the country are starting to take a stand against power-hungry politicians who are trying to use law enforcement agencies as some kind of quasi-Gestapo. While some chiefs are buying into the new police state, such as the one in Westport, Connecticut, ooh, calling you out, Westport, Connecticut, uh, who had officers flying pandemic drones to conduct surveillance on residents, other police officers and administrators are starting to take a stand. It should be noted that after a public outcry, the Westport PD has ceased the drone flyover program. Oh, man. You know, back when we were looking uh, at drones pretty much every week, um, there was that law where if a drone flies over your property, you can shoot it, you can take it down. Right. And uh, I recently saw for sale somewhere shotgun shells, uh, 12 gauge shells that had a net in them and they were Ooh. drone, <laughs> drone protection shells. Wow. So, so you can bring them yeah, down. They had, yeah, they had the, uh, they had the, uh, the shot in there and connected, I think it was an eight shot and uh, connected to the shot was a, a, a net that would screw up the drone and take it down. I, if anybody knows where to get those. It's going to uh, be the, hit, new, hit me up. the new hunting. Uh, yeah, it's kind of fun. Everyone's favorite Oh, yeah. Hunting. No, that's totally, you know, in the full-on apocalypse when the drones have become sentient and are patrolling their human slaves, uh, those, net, those net shells are going to be uh, pretty, pretty important was it a right. transformers movie mm-hmm. when they when i can't remember the guy the actor he basically tracks down a drone and, and brings it in and anyway sorry go ahead no <laughs> obscure yeah, reference to some movie i think is transformers somebody in the chat will know anyway go on jeff bezos rfid chip in stock uh is shocked at me for some reason i'm trying to figure out why um, okay, continuing. On Wednesday, the Houston Police Officers Union gave notice that their officers would not enforce the ruling of local county judge Lena Hidalgo, which made it mandatory for any individual over the age of 10 to wear a mask. So, okay, cool. Uh, continuing quote, the Houston Police Officers Union believes everyone should be wearing a mask in public in order to protect themselves from the virus, and we are encouraging all of our officers to wear a mask, the union said in a statement. However, we draw the line at the draconian measures Hidalgo decided to engage in. Okay. Our officers work every single day to bridge the gap with our community and earn their trust. We will not stand idly by while Hidalgo, Hidalgo to tear that bridge down with her horrific leadership and echo chamber decision making. Ooh. Governor is not a good time to be a governor right now. No. The police union, in fact, questioned whether Hidalgo's ruling was constitutional, having contacted the state attorney general's office for a determination. The union noted that until Hidalgo, oh my gosh, his name is so hard. Hidalgo made the rulings. Officers had discretion in the enforcement of the mask in public uh, order since the department's ranks were strained due to the pandemic. Meanwhile, in Washington state, our new favorite Sheriff Adam Fortney of Snohomish County said uh, on Tuesday that his officers would also abstain from enforcing lockdown orders, joining the sheriff of Franklin County, uh, J.D. Raymond 
who said that he would not prohibit churches and businesses uh, from opening so long as reasonable social distance policies were in place. In a Facebook post, Fortney said, quote, as I have previously stated, I have not carried out any enforcement for the current stay-at-home order. I will always put your constitutional rights above politics or popular opinion. We have the right to peacefully assemble. We have the right to keep and bear arms. We have the right to attend church service of any denomination. Yeah, Fortney. Fortney has said that the lockdown orders imposed by Democratic Governor Jay Inslee are inconsistent, where he subjectively deemed certain businesses as essential while dismissing other others as not. For example, Inslee said that the state uh, or government construction projects were essential. Private contractors are not permitted to work. Fortney noted that when he shows up for work, he sees, quote, landscapers show up each day to install new landscape and maintain our flower beds. I think he's talking about at the station there. He then noted that, quote, a father who owns a construction company and works alone while outdoors is not allowed to run his business to make a living to provide for his wife and children? Question mark. In the case of Franklin County, Sheriff J.D. Raymond noted in a letter that while he believes the current outbreak is a real concern and that he believes maintaining social distancing is important, he remains concerned about uh, the constitutional rights of his constituents as well as the governor's overreach in trying to regulate the populace. Uh, the article goes on for quite a, a bit, article, uh, calling yeah. out a lot of the, the uh, law enforcement officials who are also joining in the cause as well as putting on blast some of uh, the ones who are not um so yeah there you go man you know there's there are good cops out there i know we have uh i know for a fact we at least have a handful of cops who listen to the show um so you know hey let us know if your your uh department out there is is uh putting the constitutional rights of citizens over the uh, the sort of temper tantrums of the governors let us know but i like this well, a lot yeah it's it's good that at least you know we've mentioned this before actually i was talking to some people back in october during the hear the watchman conference and one of the questions i had because there was a couple people that are ex-military you know uh, people that allegedly had some some high clearance and mm -hmm. i asked them point blank like if if there are orders to lock down can people at the law enforcement level reject those orders and he said, yes, absolutely. So it does matter that these, you know, a lot of the law enforcement people, of course, there are bad apples in any batch, but for the most part, I think the people that are more patriotic uh, might see this as definitely an overreach. Um, but yeah, there's one area has to be patriotism. I mean, it's just, I mean, just decency con at some point. Yeah, 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 of course. Uh, but there's one area of the country that is not having uh, as much luck, uh, l much like Los Angeles. It is the uh, it's New York. Speaking of the beast system, beast, 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 beast system. And I really Real quick before you before you yeah, jump right in. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I step on a joke? No, not a joke. I just okay. don't think I have access to this page, the New York Times article, because I have to subscribe to it. Oh, let me see if pain. I can get it open here. I want to give a shout out to Ike, the tinfoil hat man. Finally made it to a live. Glad you're here, buddy. All you right. made it. Thank Ike, you, the sir. tinfoil hat man. Uh, Jeff Bezos, RFID chip in stock, is having a really fun time with Twitch. Uh, the, the emojis over on Twitch, that's one great thing uh, about Twitch. They have a crazy collection of 
uh, user-generated emojis, which is just nuts. Um, and Frame of Dust, shout out to Frame of Dust. He says, quick question, when can you put subs on your stream? Uh, subs are uh, when we have 30 days averaging 75 v- uh, concurrent viewers, which is why I keep harping on getting uh, you know a big average viewership. Um, once we do that, I think we have about 10 more days on our trial period, just so everybody knows. And then we become partner and, uh, you can subscribe to the channel, which has a bunch of fun stuff attached to it. Uh, so there I you see, go. Uh, thanks. Our, thanks for our the second, second D live person watching is uh, Titus Frost, who, uh, Ooh. we, who was a guest yeah. on Canary Cry Radio episode 115, hashtag Pizzagate is real with Titus Ross back in 2017. So welcome to the live stream here on yeah, DLive. Welcome. DLive. Very good. Um, yeah. okay. Sorry. That's all I got. What you got for us? In New I have York. this article that I cannot read because I, I'm behind oh, a paywall yeah. and I'm trying I'm to try find to open that. Well, let me look, let me go to the other article first then. Uh, okay. this is. This is how to become a contact tracer in New York City. Uh, Paraphrased, how to become a snitch in New York City. New York, a massive initiative is underway in New York to hire several thousand people to trace the contacts of a person newly infected with COVID-19. Since getting huge groups of people together in one place for a contact tracing uh, boot camp is impossible. The training will be done through a five to six hour online course launching Monday. The Fund for Public Health, a nonprofit that supports programs by the city's Department of Health and Mental Hygiene, is responsible for the hiring portion of the plan. Available positions include Supervising Contact Tracer, Contact Tracer 1, and Contact Tracer 2. Oh my God. <laughs> Salaries so range from $57,000 to $65,000. Man, these guys. That's not a big enough range for a supervisor. That's not a big range, but that's quite a bit of money for a five to six hour online training course and snitching on people. What do they do? Yeah. Tell me how, how does it work? We all know how the snitch, the snitching turned out for those folks uh, (laughs) who got all the, who got doxxed. 900 snitches (laughs) got doxxed. Contact tracers are responsible for interviewing the patient to identify who they may have been in contact with during their illness and during the few days prior to exhibiting symptoms. The tracers then reach out to all those individuals to alert them to the risk of infection. Contact tracers are responsible for referring contacts to healthcare providers and asking non-ill people to stay home for 14 days so as not to spread the virus. Those contacted by the contact tracer are not informed of who uh, contracted the disease, according to the CDC. The video training includes having actors portray how the tracing interviews, mostly conducted by phone or video chat, are supposed to go. Quote, there's all this discussion about using technology in some way, (laughs) like the DOD's uh, uh, 500 million preloaded syringes. But fundamentally, Mm -hmm. this is a pretty human activity said Josh Scharfstein of the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, which developed the course with Bloomberg Philanthropies, the charitable foundation of former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Contact tracers will also conduct in-person investigations into congregate settings and uh, selected cases and contacts as needed according to the FPHNY website. A contact tracing call center will operate every day from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. 
Local and state officials have said that contact tracing will help box in the virus. 1,000 contact tracers would be hired immediately, announced Mayor de Blasio on April 27th. Every time someone tests positive, we can swing into action and test their contacts. Said he's, mm. he's way too like pumped about that, you know. Yeah, as, as soon as as soon as there's one positive, he's like, "Oh, let's get it on. Let's get Pounce, start tracing snitches. those people." Snitches uh, attack. Sharf, said that uh, the training to be offered on the Coursera website will be available to anyone, not just those seeking to become contact tracers. The developer said. Countries where the contact tracing has been implemented have been able to reopen for business sooner and have had fewer deaths and lower rates of infection. And uh, little Cuomo said that any region in, in New York would require 30 contact tracers per 100,000 residents and so on and so forth. So, yep, there you go. They're training people now. They're really, uh, you know, moving forward with the whole trace act thing. And I'm uh, telling you, man, they're getting us to police ourselves. Is one of the, the virtual panopticon. Yeah, That's right, virtual panopticon. Somebody in the chat, Veslonis, asked if I was an electrician. I don't know. I'm not an electrician. <laughs> I don't know why you ask. I'm scared to w- know. Let uh, <laughs> so, give me some give me some facts about that if you can. Did you um, find an alternative to the New York Times article that I can't get in? You know I can't type with this thing on. I tried All opening right. it. Okay. It gave me the article for a second, and then it caught me. It says, hey, yeah. you haven't given us. You haven't subscribed. No. Let me refresh. Uh, coronavirus live update. Wisconsin Supreme Court strikes down governor's stay-at-home orders. Ooh, this is like staying open here. President Trump pushes to reopen the nation's schools and criticizes Dr. Fauci's warning about moving too fast. You know, I don't even know if that's the, the correct article. Hmm. Anyway, looks like it's open here. Let's see oh, how long wow. it, it stays open. Oh, there it goes. No good. Um, I'm going to mention the last story here about uh, New York because, you know, if it wasn't bad enough that all this other stuff's taken off, uh, going down with the tracing, you have this here. Welcome to Chinese uh, I, I know space, people space, were missing it. Space, space, space. I'm going to space. Are they missing the article? No, they were missing uh, Chinese news. Oh. Jingle. <laughs> ArsTechnica.com. Large chunks of Chinese rocket missed New York City by about 15 minutes. Weird. Probably. <laughs> weird measurement. Yeah. It missed New York by f- the time traveling rocket from China. <laughs> misses New York by 15 I'm sure minutes. People didn't really know about this one. A week ago, China launched the newest version of its largest rocket. The Long March 5B from its south uh, southernmost spaceport. The launch proceeded normally and represent, uh, represented another success for China as it seeks to build a robust human spaceflight program. Over the next few years, this rocket will launch components of a modular space station. No, notably, because of this rocket's design, its large core stage reached orbit uh, after the launch. Typically, during a launch, a rocket's a large first stage will provide the majority of thrust during the first minutes of launch and then drop away before reaching an orbital velocity falling back into the ocean. Then a smaller second stage takes over the takes over and pushes the rocket's payload into orbit. However, the long March five B rocket had no second stage Uh, for last week's launch. Then four liquid fueled strap on boosters generated most of the thrusts off the launch pad. 
Is this uh, a real article? Singular. I I this hope so. It's Ars Technica. <laughs> it's sounding kind of dirty. Uh, okay. After this, the core stage with two YF-77 main engines pushed an experimental spacecraft into orbit before payload separated. Uh, the payload separated. This left a large core stage with the mass slightly in excess of 20 tons in an orbit with an average altitude of about 260 kilometers above the Earth. Because the pedigree of this orbit was only about 160 kilometers above the planet, the core stage was slowly drawn back towards the planet as it interacted with the planet's upper atmosphere. And this is what I have highlighted here. This is a rather large object to make an uncontrolled return to Earth, according to Jonathan McDowell, an astronomer at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, Smithsonian there, and keen observer of satellites. This is the largest vehicle to make an uncontrolled re-entry into Earth's atmosphere since 1991 when the Soviet Salyut 7 space station broke up over Argentina. Mm. Uh, and it says down here, the U.S. Space Force's 18th Space Control Squadron confirmed that the core stage re-entered Earth's atmosphere at 11.33 a.m. Mm. Uh, on Monday at a location over the Atlantic Ocean. At this point, the core stage would have been at an altitude of 80 kilometers and rapidly descended, descending toward Earth. McDowell said that uh, there were some reports emerging about po possible debris found downrange in Cote de Vior. Uh, and uh, it is perhaps worth noting that before it entered Earth's atmosphere, the core stage track passed directly over New York City. Had it re-entered the atmosphere only a little bit later, perhaps 15 to 20 minutes, the rocket's debris could have rained down on the largest metro area in the United States. Oh, my God. So there you go. It could have been worse, New Yorkers. <clears throat> you could have had Chinese rocket debris coming down that, from the heavens. Yeah, that would have been just what, <clears throat> just what New York needed in this. Well, maybe it'll take out down. all the snitches. Yeah, churches, snitches are getting hired. Churches are getting permanently closed and then just... <laughs> Fiery molten metal from space <laughs> rocket rains over the city, raining down. Yikes. So there you I go. I wonder what that would mean for, uh, you know, some. Uh, uh, what am I thinking? Um, like you know, geopolitics. If one country rains oh, molten rocket metal over another country, uh, we don't need more tensions with China. But the, certainly, a bunch of New Yorkers would not have been happy about that. Yeah. Tough time for Chinese restaurants in New York right now. Oh. Would have been worse. Um, what do we got here? I think we're moving into your Google gamut. My, my Google gamut. Okay, so here's the deal with the Google gamut. Okay, what, what is this? So here's what, here's what I did. Okay, wait. I, before you do your Google gamut, and I'm okay. sorry, we're going to lose some viewers here, but you know what? We got we to gotta give some shout-outs. Okay. Um, so I want to give a shout-out to, let's see, hold on. Let me refresh the list here again. If this is your first time tuning in and you just joined Twitch, pop it into the chat. Let me know if it's uh, your first time. Time here and I will give you some shout outs. I want to thank the lion 777 for popping in here. Hour of hours popping in. Thank you, hour of hours. Uh, let's see here. We got Slooks7. Slook7, thanks for being here. Coma Patient popping in. Thank Coma Patient. Coma patient. You got a lot All going right. on. Yeah. 
Uh, Didi59, Cool Runnings Mon. This is his second time. We like your name, Cool Runnings Mon. Cool Runnings. Uh, let's see. Sticks of TNT is a user who's oh, gosh. here. Thanks. That's Big how we kid. get in trouble. <laughs> Sticks of DNT, I know. Uh, Big Kid Brother. All right. Um, I don't know if we sh gave this person a shout out last time, but Gon's Basil. <laughs> I saw that one. I don't think we did though. But hello, Gon's Basil. I don't Gons think we Basil. did either. Gon's Basil. I also want to thank in the chat here back in nineteen. First time. Gen Ant. Gen and Gen Ant TV or Gen Ant V. Thank you. Gen Sorry, I can't figure out your name. Uh, Last of the Runaways. I think we may have. Thanked them before, so let's see. Uh, oh, my my VR hand is out of control. Uh, <laughs> all right, proof here that the VR tech is not where it needs to be. I know it really isn't. You know what it is? Is you know people have noticed. I I haven't addressed it, but people have noticed that my uh, my microphone arm now comes up and over my shoulder like yeah. that you see that mm -hmm. um i have it attached to my chair now which is much nicer it kept falling off my desk because my desk has kind of a rounded edge to it um so i thought oh i'll put it on the chair like i'm getting into some sort of robot exoskeleton and it's kind of nice except for if i lean back in my chair the microphone hits me in the face um <laughs> so i kind of have to sit very straightforward awesome. and then let me give a uh, shout out to Roll Tide Roll 878. Uh, Nan, Nan believes in giants. I, I gave you a shout out already, but thanks for mentioning that again. Give another ding. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Okay. Um, and thanks to all of our Twitch viewers. Uh, ooh, we're, we're at over 100 viewers. This is great. Kind of fluctuates up and down, but we need to get that number up, baby, because we got to average 75 concurrent viewers to unlock um all sorts of fun stuff and that's over that's an average over a month so keep coming to twitch folks it helps us out and uh it's much more fun over there you got more fun emojis you got fun uh stuff you can do in the chat so check it out all right ready for google gamut oh you know what let's give a shout out uh just so everybody knows if you value the show we run on a value for value model we put out the show we've been doing it for almost 10 years now and uh you know some of the listeners out there have been listening for 10 years which is crazy and for those who don't know we got 10 years worth of shows canary cry radio you can find that on uh you know, we haven't been doing three shows a week like we've been doing recently, but search Canary Cry Radio and Canary Cry News Talk, two separate shows, um, but you want to listen to them both. If you want to, it's a really great way to round out your weekly listening and uh, also a good way to round out your sort of worldview when it comes out and comes to all of this stuff. And Gons, lots of people have been reminding me that, uh, um, if you go back and listen to some of the OG Canary Cry radio shows, we pretty much are living in the sort of apocalyptic hellscape that we were, uh, you know, so crazily talking about back then. We've we've made a lot of uh, predictions over the years, and it is 
it's really scaring me how much of them come true. And the listeners are starting to point that out as well. So, uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to listen to some shows where we made, uh, you know, we are talking about the personhood of robots and, uh, uh, I mean, everything, occult stuff and political stuff uh, and the moon for a long time now. And um, a lot of that stuff has just become common common knowledge and back then they were just our crazy predictions back when i was recording in the garage uh, so yeah <laughs> and I we recommend uh, everybody check it out we're guilty of uh bringing especially the um uh, flat earth conversation to the forefront of at least the christians yeah uh, we, we weren't the only ones but we were one of the first to to do an interview with mark Sargent, and at yeah. least for again the christian fringe uh, for for better or worse, uh, that took place. It, it brought Rob Skiba down that rabbit trail, and mm-hmm. he's certainly done a lot of work in that in that realm. Yeah. Although uh, you don't always have to agree with his conclusions here, but I do have a quick ISO for people that can't stand Basil's uh, like pitching going on. Can't deal with it right now, Basil. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? From, uh, if if people supported the show, if uh, people, you know, did, you know, this is free, free programs here. If, if people volunteered their own supporting of the show, I wouldn't have to pitch. Um, but we got kids to feed. We got cats to feed. And uh, we are your essential employees. So we live on value for value. We put value out there. And it's up to you guys to give value back. Some of you have been listening for the 10 years we've been doing this show. And uh, if you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash CCNT for Canary Cry News Talk. Lots of great rewards there and bonus episodes. You know, there's episodes there that nobody uh, except for the small amount of Patreon supporters have ever heard. So go check that out. But if you don't like Patreon, that's okay. Head over to uh, canarycryradio.com slash support. Canary cryradio.com slash support that's right and over there you got all sorts of fun ways to support us um got some you can give us uh pass that cryptocurrency along if you're a cryptocurrency person as well as there's uh, some paypal options and if commitment's not your thing uh you can do one-time donations over there as well um so there you go somebody was asking for our public uh, btc uh, ETH yes. and uh, Litecoin accounts. Do we have that to put we, out? We have public <laughs> keys. I gotta look. I gotta dig them up because uh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll get we'll that dig to, up our public keys that was there, and we'll yeah, we'll put them on the uh, put them on the support page. So thank you very much, everybody. Cool. All right, Gons, what do you got? Okay, so um, I guess the there's a couple things here. I know many of us, especially those of you guys watching uh, on this channel, on the Face Like the Sun channel, and and all the listeners out there, uh, there's a bit of a feeling of I tried to tell you when it comes to all of this taking place. You know, the the lockdown and the quarantine and and the unconstitutional power overreach. And I I wanted to look things up because you know I had spent some time last night googling. I use Google. And, um, you know, people always say, Look it up. so I did, I typed in coronavirus on Google, but I set the date range from 1970, uh, all the way to 2018. So I, I was looking for things prior to 2018, what 
the word coronavirus would actually bring up. And, uh, and <laughs> I found, a, okay, obviously there was a bunch of articles that came up. 20 pages worth of stuff, which is not a lot if mm-hmm. you really think about it. Only 20 pages on, uh, under the Google search uh, brought back coronavirus as something that was published prior to 2018. However, most of those pages are updated with COVID-19. Oh, the latest on COVID-19, even though the page just says like, you know, uh, 2004, some website from some whatever, it's updated yeah. to whatever coronavirus thing. So I dug out as much as I could. And some of this information may be old uh, in terms of, well, it is old information, but some of it may be regurgitating uh, some, what some other researchers may have pointed out in the past. But I just wanted to see, because everyone's talking about coronavirus. It's just this, this pandemic. It's killing all these people, blah, blah, blah. And I just want to give you guys a quick rundown of the research that I found. All the links will be in the description section of canarycrynewstalk.com. Hyperlinks to all of this. But the first one I found was from PubMed. This is uh, something that was published back in October of 1990. The time course of the immune response to experimental coronavirus infection of man. And they had, uh, well, I'll just read a little bit of the abstract here. After preliminary trials, the detailed changes in the concentration of specific circulating and local antibodies were followed. And 15 volunteers inoculated with coronavirus. It was Mm. 229E back then. 10 of them who had significant, significantly lower concentrations of pre-existing antibody than the rest became infected, and eight of these developed colds. And later it says, in this group, antibody concentrations started to increase one week after inoculation and reached a maximum of about one week later. Thereafter, antibody, I think it's titres, uh, t- uh, I don't know, T-I-T-R-E-S, slowly declined. Sounds like a big science word that I don't know. And then it says these results are discussed with reference to natural infections with coronavirus and with other infections such as rhinovirus infections. So back in 1990, they were already doing controlled tests of how people would respond if they would, if they're, you know, purposely being infected with coronavirus. Uh, Of course, a different strain, but something to keep in mind here. Another one I found was from 2003. This is October 2003. Isolation and characterization of viruses related to SARS coronavirus from animals in southern China. And um, it says here, again, this is from 2003. This disease was first recognized in Guangdong province, China in November 2002. Subsequent to its introduction to Hong Kong in mid-February 2003, the virus spread to more than 30 countries and caused disease in more than 7,900 patients across five continents. A novel coronavirus, S-CoV, was identified. Hey, hey yeah, Gons, yeah. real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm looking at the uh, looking at this the uh, the chat here. Everybody's saying that uh, YouTube shut down the stream. Is that really? something you know about? Are you able to see um, something about that on your side? Yeah, there's a whole see. big thing that uh, the stream went down on YouTube. I'm looking around. I still got it on Facebook and Twitch. Looks like uh, Susan Wichjiki finally had enough of us. Susan. Another reason why people should uh, head to Twitch. Why don't you throw um, the Twitch uh, link into the chat there um, so people know where they can go to get a non-messed up stream. This is what we've been saying, people. 
uh, the whole wow. thing. Maybe some of you Twitchers can head over to the YouTube and tell people to head to the Twitch. I'm looking at um, my dashboard, it looks like 10 people are watching on through the Canary Cry radio page. Or, or uh, yep. yeah. And let me see here. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Checking maybe it was just end. one of the things. Sorry to interrupt your, your thing there, but uh, the chat lies. just blew up with, with uh, the fact that the YouTube got taken down. Oh, you know what? Maybe it did. It says yeah. 47 streamers and we had hundreds just a second ago. So maybe they did. Yeah, we down. lost. We lost like uh, 400, uh, <laughs> 400 viewers, list viewers all at once. Wow. Yeah. Did we say something? Did I say something bad? I guess I'm uh, talking about the history of coronavirus. <laughs> looking at the history of coronavirus. <laughs> the history of coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Might no, have they, been bad. They shut us down over there on YouTube. Wow. I didn't know they would actually take it down on uh, on uh, the live stream. Wow. All right. So okay. why don't you continue? I'll, I'll do some typing and uh, yeah. Let me uh, let me type it. in the chat real quick. Yeah, the uh, chat is still going. Uh, I'm because I think um, I'm just gonna say for those uh, on the face like this on the YouTube channel, it seems like they shut us down there. Shut us down, please. Go to Twitch to watch the rest. There you and go. And hopefully that will get people over to. Well, I guess we could do D Live too. Uh, I saw Titus yeah. Frost complaining about how yeah. D <laughs> Twitch is a uh, Bezos trash, I think is how he put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might as well put D Live up there too. For, you know, you know hey, a we, lot of them are not going to come to Twitch just because they're bitter at me talking about it all the time. <laughs> well, uh, D Live, we got 18 people. Lovers. Yeah, we got 18 people on, on D Live now. So I think that's the most we've ever had Ooh, on D Live. Eight? So that's fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess I'll keep <laughs> keep going for the rest of everybody else. And like that, Twitch has become the most populated uh, <laughs> Canary Cry news talk streaming location. Uh, they didn't like me talking, Susan. I have a letter from you, Susan. I was going to show the letter too. My uh, oh yeah, my YouTube mark. Um, okay, where was I? I was reading through this little uh, two thousand three thing here that talked about how the virus came out of China. Uh, a novel coronavirus S-CoV was identified as the etiological agent of SARS and the virus causes a similar disease in Sinomologus or Sinomogus macaws. Human S-CoV appears to be an animal virus that crossed to humans relatively recently. Thus identifying animals carrying the virus is a major scientific interest in public health importance. This prompted us to examine a range of domestic and wild animals in Guangdong province again back in 2003. And let me see if I highlighted anything else in this article. Looks like I did down here. Oh, here it is. It is conceivable that civets, raccoon dog, and ferret badgers were all infected from another as yet unknown animal source, which ferret is in fact badgers. Yeah, the true reservoir in nature. However, because of the culinary practices of Southern China, these market animals Maybe intermediate hosts that increase the opportunity for transmission of infection to humans. Further, extensive surveillance on animals will help to better understand the animal reservoir in nature and the interspecies transmission events that led to the origin of the SARS outbreak. So again, back way back then, they were already you know, talking about it. the point being that this 
type of outbreak has already happened in kind of a micro way all across the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Another one here. I'm just going to go through these fairly quickly here. This one, do I have one that's sooner than this? Okay, so this one's the 2005 history and recent advances in coronavirus discovery. Again, 2005. Abstract, human coronaviruses first characterized in the 1960s are responsible for a substantial proportion of upper respiratory tract infections in children. Remember we were all told that it doesn't affect kids, it doesn't affect young people, it's all just old people? Well, the original... Thing was uh, discovered in children and uh, says down here in the late 1960s Terrell which was the uh, the scientist doing the study here uh, Almeida and Terrell was leading a group of virologists working with the human strains and a number of animal viruses these included infectious bronchitis virus mouse hepatitis virus and transmissible gastroenteritis virus of swine all of which have been demonstrated to be morphologically the same as seen through electron microscopy. This new group of viruses was named coronavirus, corona denoting the crown-like appearance of the surface projections, and was later officially accepted as a new genus of viruses. So there you go. That's a little bit of the history. In the last three decades after discovery, human strain OC43 and 229E were studied exclusively, largely because they were the easiest ones to work with. OC43 adapted to growing in suckling mouse brain and subsequently in tissue culture was uh, found to be closely related to mouse hepatitis virus. Strain 229E was grown in tissue culture directly from clinical samples. The two viruses demonstrated periodically with large epidemics occurring at two to three year intervals. Strain 229E tended to be epidemic throughout the United States where strain OC43 was more predisposed to localized outbreaks. As with many other respiratory viruses, reinfection was common. Infection could occur at any age, but it was most common in children. So again, I mean, it mentions how it, you know, it's an epidemic that spread across the United States. But of course, we didn't lock down or do anything crazy at that time. And uh, I think there's one more little highlight here. While research was proceeding to explore the pathogenicity and epidemiology of the human coronaviruses, the number and importance of animal coronaviruses were uh, were growing rapidly. Coronaviruses were described that caused disease in multiple animal species, including rats, mice, chickens, turkeys, calves, dogs, cats, rabbits, and pigs. Uh, There's more here. I'm not going to get into all of it. I think it mentions bats at some point here. Um, but, uh, oh, the SARS epidemic gave the world of coronaviruses an enormous infusion of energy and activity that contributed to the large amount already known about the virology and patho pathogenesis of coronavirus infections from the expanding area of veterinary virology. Uh, and then 2004 van her et al reported the discovery of a new human coronavirus NL 63 isolated from a seven month old girl. With cor uh cor what is that coriza c o r y z a conjunctivitis fever and bronchitis and uh, mentions another strain from an eight month old boy and now when uh, is this from when is two thousand five on this yeah okay this some people two thousand five yeah 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 so people this is November two thousand five when this was going on so yeah they they've done all kinds of stuff. 
already and and again this stuff was rampant it was out there and we didn't shut down the country because of it and uh let me just move on here because i can stay on these forever let me make sure that i'm on track with uh with the order here yeah this one's 2012 this is seven years later so 2012 virology blog a new coronavirus isolated from humans a novel coronavirus was first reported by ali mohamizaki on promed mail on 15th september 2012 from a 60-year-old male patient in Saudi Arabia with pneumonia and acute renal failure who died in July. The virus was isolated by culturing sputum sputum on Vero and LLC MK2 cells and identified as a uh, as a coronavirus by polymeros or polymerase chain reaction Dr. Zaki sent the virus to Ron Fauci Fauciier uh, in the Netherlands, who sequenced its genome and confirmed that it is a beta coronavirus closely related to bat coronavirus. 2012. Um, Gons, real quick. I just want to mention yeah. uh, to everybody who is still able, um, there's uh, having some trouble across the stream. It might be uh, the stream coming out of your internet there, um, going out across the world. Um, just try restart, uh, refreshing your page there. And if it's just too laggy and you just can't um, get it working, just leave the page open. You can just pause the stream, <laughs> leave the page open. Just, you know, just for just for the numbers. Don't worry it about looks, it, folks. You're gonna it, be looks fine. Like, it looks like our upload speed, well, it's not great. Three uh-huh. megabytes a second upload right now. Not, not great. Maybe we're being throttled. Three megabytes uh, upload? Oh, yeah, that's not good. We're being throttled. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, um, again, I won't necessarily get into all of this, but alignment of the sequence with the other coronaviruses show that the new virus is related to bat coronavirus. They identified this back, and again, in 2012 was when they were talking about this. And um, in 2002, oh, here we go. Coronaviruses are composed of uh, enveloped virulons or virions that contain a positive strand RNA genome. Human coronaviruses may cause the common cold or severe respiratory illness. In 2002, the SARS coronavirus emerged in China and spread globally, infecting over 8,000 individuals and killing more than 900. The SARS coronavirus is believed to have originated in bats and spread to humans either directly or through animals in meat markets. Again, 2002. And there's an update here, and I think these updates are a little bit more recent uh, because, of course, everything going on now. And uh, let me fly through these. Here's another one from 2012. Outbreak specialist tracks down recent coronavirus. Uh, The situation reminded Zambon, who's, I think, the scientist that was doing the study. Uh, director of reference microbiology for Britain's Health Protection Agency of the SARS outbreak in 2003, which spread from China to as far as Toronto, killing more than or killing 916 people. If the virus spread from person to person in the Riyadh household, it has apparently since sputtered and died out, which is interesting. I had there's all these mentions of how the virus isn't that bad, like it, it affects people, people have died, but it's not too, it's not like super deadly in the way that we're being told now at least this strand of it still the discovery of additional cases some in a cluster who prompted world health organization to cast a wider net in its search for other cases the geneva-based global health agency has initially warned countries to be on the lookout for cases of severe and unexplained respiratory illness and people who have visited or were residents of saudi arabia and qatar 
And this article actually specifically surrounded this uh, family and this guy from Qatar that I think contracted the virus and died from it. And uh, let's see down here. It mentions that guy Fauci again, which is, I mean, it's, it's spelled F-O-U-C-H-I-E-R. So not Fauci, but Fauci uh, when Ron A.M. Fauchier and his colleagues at EMC compared the virus's genetic sequence to those of other known coronaviruses, they concluded it was probably from bats. Why it would suddenly start finding its way from its reservoir species to people now is another question without an answer at this point. In 2002, they didn't know how it went from bats to people. So, uh, any comments so far, Basil? I got a couple more here. Uh, just nope, highlights. I think you're covering it well. A lot okay. of a lot of bats, a lot of animals, a lot of lot of information. A lot of information that you're probably not going to find because these are buried on page you know twelve, thirteen of if you Google coronavirus uh, and and do it before 2019. Do it uh, you know limit it to 2018 and before. Uh, uh-huh. This one, real quick, June fifteenth, twenty fourteen. This is Gene, what is this? I don't know how to pronounce it. Gene News or Gene, I don't know. Gene NG News, maybe. Yeah, Gene NG News. Yeah, it's confusing. MERS, M-E-R-S, getting a handle on a serious zoonotic coronavirus infection. And uh, it says here, it is understandable that some may be concerned about this situation, but this first U.S. case of mers Cove infection represents a very low risk to the general public. According to Anne Shushat, MD Assistant Surgeon General and Director of CDC's National Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases, in referring to the Indiana man, there's an Indiana man that came down with the MERS virus here. And later in the article, it says here, given that it took 10 years uh, and a couple of wrong animals, including chickens and civets, to find the likely origin of the SARS-CoV virus, the identification of camels as potential mers cov happened fast. Teams led by team, what? Teams led by team led by, typo. Zengli Shi, PhD from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Chinese Academy of Sciences, and Peter Dazak, PhD from EcoHealth Alliance, identifies identified SARS-like Eco-Health coronavirus. Alliance. Yeah, perfect. Uh, in Chinese horseshoe bats that were ninety-five percent identical to human SARS-CoV, as evidenced by whole genome sequencing, these scientists isolated the first known live bat. SL Cove that replicates in human and related cells and can use human angiotensin converting enzyme 2, that's ACE2 receptor for docking and entry into human cells. I mean, so it seems like they knew quite a bit about how the coronavirus in general works. I get it's a different strain that they're talking about here, but uh, I mean, just all this literature and all this research on it, it it's, you know, it's, it's just remarkable that. Now that the word coronavirus has become this politicized new world order tactic to lock everything down, I mean, there's just, it's, it's incredible that there's so much research, you know, prior, um, quote, there are enormous problems with the idea of a MERS vaccine. Virologist Ian Jones, PhD of the university of reading told Reuters quote, I can see that they want to say they can make it and biochemically, of course they could. But practically, it doesn't make any sense. And he asks, who would you vaccinate? Would you vaccinate the whole population when only a tiny number of people seem so susceptible? Interesting. Interesting comment from a virologist back in 2014. 
Um, uh, it mentions the Middle East having uh, kind of a hotbed. Uh, and then Dr. Asiri and his colleagues pointed out, quote, major gaps in our knowledge of the epidemiology, community prevalence, and clinical spectrum of infection and disease need urgent definition. So this is back in 2014. Very interesting stuff that uh, you're probably not going to hear from your normal, you know, your normal coronavirus commentary. What exactly is coronavirus? This is January 30th, 2015. Medical Express, a couple more here and then we're done. And this one, the MERS virus belongs to the coronavirus family. Even if you haven't heard of coronavirus until now, you, you have probably heard of some of the illnesses uh, different types of coronavirus can cause, like severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS. And if you've been coughing and sneezing thanks to a cold, then you could have had a bout of infection with the coronavirus. They aren't new or even that rare, but we still don't know very much about it. Coronavirus infects humans on a regular basis and are one of the number of viral groups that lead to symptoms that we can clump together and call the common cold. Coughing, sore throat, runny nose, sneezing, and fever. While this may leave you feeling unwell for a few days, they are rarely lethal. The common cold causing coronavirus uh, coronaviruses have been with humans for some time, and therefore we have natural immunity to them, reducing the risk of lethal infections. Uh, ooh, I got some red highlights, which means it's intense. Within eight months in 2003, the SARS virus spread to 29 countries, infecting 8,098 people and killed 774 of them. And now a decade after the SARS epidemic, we are facing an ongoing outbreak of another potentially deadly coronavirus, MERS. The SARS coronavirus led to a newfound interest in human coronaviruses. Researchers started looking for coronavirus reservoirs, places where the virus can be maintained in the wild by transmitting between, but not killing, its hosts. Because coronaviruses can mutate and recombine, they can sometimes jump species. Both SARS and MERS coronaviruses are very closely related to bat coronaviruses, suggesting that both these viruses could have emerged from bats. The SARS virus is believed to have spilled over from bats to civet cats to humans. The MERS virus is believed to have spilled over from Egyptian cave bats to humans, with camels acting as the intermediate host species. And how do we control the spillover of coronaviruses? Again, 2015. Coronavirus uh, controlling spillovers is not as easy as it sounds as humans exploit the virgin forests and come into contact with exotic species of animals. One cannot predict the various different viruses that humans could encounter some of which have never been seen before. The scientific community has only recently started looking at bats and the viruses that they harbor. They are also trying to explore how bats survive infection by these viruses and extrapolate that knowledge to humans. So again, a lot more information known than you'd think. And 2016, this is, I think, my favorite here. A 2016 article on Engadget. Uh, scientists model a coronavirus's infectious bits for the first time. A collaboration of scientists from the University of Washington, the Pasteur Institute, and the University of Utrecht have harnessed a state-of-the-art microscope and supercomputer to model coronavirus's infection mechanism for the first time. They already had supercomputers doing this for us, Basil, back in 2015. or is it, Yeah, 2016, Ooh. February 2016. Uh, once inside, these viruses can cause pneumonia, if you're lucky. The strains, that, the strains that become SARS and MERS have a mortality rate as high as 37%. Plus, there is currently no antigen for SARS or MERS, which makes them specific or especially dangerous. 
The research team leveraged a single particle cryo-electron microscopy technique to model the spike of a coronavirus that infects mice in terrific detail. The team managed a four angstrom resolution, about a tenth of a nanometer. With this new analysis, the team believes they've identified a potential weaknesses in the virus's defenses. Turns out the spike has a small peptide chain running along it. The peptide helps facilitate the virus's entry into a cell, but could easily be hijacked by a treatment. There you go. They, they actually found a way to maybe mitigate the, the virus way back with the simulation, which I thought it was funny that, you know, all the simulation talk. Well, they had a simulation, simulation that actually found a... simulation will cure all. <laughs> cure it. Um, so there you go. The, the, again, all the links will be in the description. Those are the yeah. ones that I can dig up that are actually pre-2018 articles or reports of the coronavirus that's public, that Google is openly sharing. Of course, Google doesn't like that. It's probably why they shut down our, our feed. It looks like it's, it's back up, though. Yeah, it looks At least like on YouTube. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. And I would like to remind everybody to, you know, take a stop at uh, canarycrynewstalk.com because we put the show notes up. Mm, excuse me for every episode and uh, if you heard a story if we if you heard something mentioned in the show and you want to know more or you just want to catalog uh all the sources that we use and especially gonza's uh uh little google uh uh extravaganza he did here at the end um all very interesting you can see the sources i saw people asking for sources so go to canarycrynewstalk.com uh probably in a few hours because we got a uh, we'll be putting up the podcast version of the show uh which will have uh, some better audio for you audio files out there um you can find that at canarycrynewstalk.com and uh, we've got all the show notes, all the links, everything you, you'll everything you'll want will be there. Canarycrynewstalk.com. Um, so make sure to check that out. Well, that's very interesting, Gons. You know, that's that's part of the thing that just doesn't sit right because uh, f- you know a lot of people heard coronavirus for the first time uh, during all this thing, and then it was only later that uh, we were told, oh, coronavirus has been around. Yeah, we know a lot about it. We've been studying it for years. You know, that Wuhan lab has been working on coronavirus stuff for, you know, X many decades. So, and it's just weird. I mean, it's not, it's not a new thing. Of course, this is the novel coronavirus, but uh, <laughs> hey, buddy, put but they- some... Get, get those peptide chains and those t- tardigrades and just go at it. You know what I mean? Well, you, you say novel, but I think there was one of the first articles I mentioned. They they use that same phrase, the novel coronavirus. Uh, that is interesting. Yeah. 2005 or something. So, again, all those little trigger words that were already out there uh, being weaponized for uh-huh. this occasion. And obviously, the, the, the big excuse. And the one thing that uh, if you read through, I, I tried to read through all of these, you know, Uh, all of the articles through here. And a lot of times it mentions the world health organization uh, at the forefront of this research, which is very suspect, obviously with their ties to everything else and how they're, you know, they're the ones that are leading the charge and making sure that this doesn't spread, even though it's spread. And if it does spread, then we want to know more about it. And, you know, we want to make sure to scour everybody to make to keep tracks on it. And it seems like they just, you know, whoever's behind it, 
Uh, maybe not the individuals that are operating on the ground, but right. certainly the people behind it have been gathering data as to how to to not just you know lock down everybody, but have a legitimate not a legitimate per se, but a a good enough excuse to actually instill fear in enough people that everyone walks around in masks and they're trying rubber gloves and yeah, trying I mean, so it worked. Hard. It worked, man. Um, in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, no, that's very good. Very good info. And I recommend everybody go uh, copy and paste those links. Keep those links around because uh, in your conversation with your normie friends and family, you're going to need to pull some of that stuff out. Canarycrynewstalk.com. Yep. Um, okay, well, Gons, as we start to wind down the show, are you good for a wind down? Do you have a, a whole bunch I'm, more? No, I'm done. I'm completely okay, you're done. out of gas. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll get us out of here in a second. But uh, for a few weeks now, maybe a month or so, people have been telling us to, well, mentioning to us to watch Upload. It's a oh, yes. Amazon Prime show. Have you caught it yet? No, I haven't. I've, I've had a couple people mention it to me, though. Yeah. Emp- I saw a preview for it. It didn't look uh, particularly... Oh, that's where you are wrong, my friend. M, M, (laughs) oh man, I don't know how to say this name. Empfikes, Empfai mention. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know how to say your people's names. Um, Whatever your name is, thank you for mentioning it. Upload here in the chat. I ended up catching it last night. I ran out of things to watch. Um, and I watch it upload on uh, Amazon Prime there. And Gons, I'm telling you, man, we need to start getting royalty checks because <laughs> whoever is doing this show definitely is mining. We, you know, we've seen this happen over the years, especially yeah. recently, new shows coming out that are just directly pulled from Canary Cry radio episodes. And that's upload upload. Uh, basically the, it's a fairly well done show is the guys, uh, one of the guys who did parks and rec and, uh, you know, some other fairly popular shows, uh, is involved in this one. And basically it's a show where when you die, you get uploaded and they, uh, Mm. and, and not just, I don't know. They do a great job of exploring the, the social aspects of this. Um, it's kind of in a near future type thing might be like 2045 per se that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Um, some, some near future tech involved, self-driving cars, things like that. Uh, very interesting look, uh, into things that are definitely going to happen in our lifetime guns. Um, But part of that is um, uploading your consciousness and they refer to it as heaven. You know, there's a lot of marketing, you know, now we know Mm. heaven exists. We've created it. And, you know, if you're rich, you can go to get uploaded to the really nice, you know, heaven. If you're not that rich, you know, there's some some value bargain bin heavens you can be uploaded to uh, before you die. And, mm. uh, you know, you got to be uploaded before you actually die because uh, and, right. you know, beca- they lose so, the data. Yeah, Your data so long, goes dark. Yeah. So long story short, this first episode is this guy gets in a car crash and he, it's it's pretty funny. Actually, it's a pretty funny show. And he gets pressured into, uh, you know, taking a slot in his awful girlfriend's family plan in heaven. 
in in upload heaven and uh you know comedy ensues from there um but they they make a point to make to have the conversation of like you know uh, you know you, some guy's dad is sick and dying and he's like let's just get you uploaded let's just do it oh and by the way when your consciousness is uploaded to heaven you can call the living you know you can like communicate oh, so with like, the living yeah like ghosts yeah basically ghosts in the machine um and but the conversation is you know like dad you're gonna die let's let's upload you and the dad doesn't want to get uploaded because his wife died before and he doesn't want to live in an afterlife without his wife and his wife believed in you know in real heaven jesus heaven <laughs> the heaven of the bible yeah. and uh, he's like well it may exist or it may not, but I'd rather be wherever your mom is. So it's very sweet. Um, an interesting thing to point out, and I might bring some more specific pointers next time. I've only seen the first episode. Um, but when you get uploaded, you choose your uh, your religious affiliation. It's just so you know, it's in the data bank. And the religious affiliation of the guy, the main character, is uh, non-denominational, charismatic Christian, hey, uh, which oh. is interesting. Yeah, because we <laughs> got a, very interesting. I, I grew up as a non-denominational, charismatic Christian. A lot of listeners yeah. grew up as as that. So they uh, probably it kinda, profiled you. Well, it, yeah. Well, it kind of gave an, an interesting view because, of course, uh, as we you know experience the reality of this upload thing that's going to come in a couple decades, um, you know, the, the question is, do Christians, you know, get uploaded or do we rely on the heaven of the Bible or do we get uploaded to make sure we go to, you know, fancy techno Elon Musk heaven? And I thought it was interesting that this guy was a non-denominational Christ, uh, charismatic Christian and chose the the upload rather than the biblical heaven. Very interesting. Mm. All right, so I'll there you go. It is it Gonzi, so? It's, a, it's kind of framed as a comedy, kind of. It's funny. Yeah, it is a comedy. Okay. It's not. Right, okay. You know, a lot of these shows like uh, Black Mirror and stuff, very intense, very scary. Uh, right. This. Also intense, also scary in its own way, but it's a comedy. So they make they make a point to be, uh, um, you know, funny because, you know, that's what comedy is. Uh, okay. <laughs> you good to land this plane, Gons? I think so. Yeah. Store okay. Your treasure yeah, in, we've been going a while. I'm, my yawning store your has treasures gone away, in heaven. I'm still tired. There you go. Yeah. I was just going to say, store your treasures in heaven and, and, and where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. Maybe he meant. You know, maybe he was talking about some of those virtual heavens in the future you know, where know, moth it's, or it's rust destroys. Possible. And the that's another. do not break in. <laughs> yes. Very good. And uh, break into your, th your mind upload heaven. Sorry. No, go that's ahead. right. Mind upload heaven has been something that we've been talking about for years. And so they, they took yep. it straight, straight from us. Even the uh, anyways, it just. I'm I'm going to keep watch. I'll be pointing out what's uh, what's going on and more ways that Hollywood needs to give us our money that we're owed for <laughs> giving them all these good ideas. Uh, all, right, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for being in the chat. The chat was great today. Um, thanks for all the new Twitch uh, viewers and the DLive and the YouTube. Thanks for sticking it out. Uh, we survived our our. Uh, stream banning on YouTube there. We're back up. 
And uh, thanks for everybody sticking through, uh, you know, some buffering, some lagging, but we're back in action. Now, remember, we've been doing this show for a long time and we're going to continue doing the show and we're doing it for free. We don't believe in advertising because advertising makes you not uh, not a listener or a producer or something like that. It makes you the product. We don't believe in selling your attention, making you into a product uh, in order to uh, further the goals of corporations. So that being said, we do rely on the uh, value for value model. Those of you who get value from what we do, please consider going to patreon.com slash canary, uh, sorry, patreon.com slash CCNT, where you can support the show, get some rewards. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we have to leave it. It's up to you guys uh if the show is going to continue it needs um it needs uh, support it's the only way we're able to uh, put the time and attention into doing the show and not uh you know going and, and working at uh, home depot which is an option or we might have to become snitches if you don't want us <laughs> to become snitches and work for the snitch academy uh Can consider supporting snitches the show. Make more than podcasters Oh, they make significantly more than podcasters. (laughs) So uh, help us at least not have to get jobs as snitches. You can go to patreon.com slash CCNT. We got rewards. We got bonus episodes, all sorts of fun stuff. Or you can head over to canarycryradio.com slash support. Canarycryradio.com slash support. That's right. And over there, there's other options, non-Patreon options. I get it if people want that. Um, And uh, if commitment's not your thing, you don't want to sign up for, uh, you know, a recurring donation. You can make a one-time donation in any amount over there. And uh, let me interrupt you. Canon Carol, thank you for the super chat. Uh, yeah. pair character. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a sticky. I think they describe it. Hey, you while lowering his glasses. I guess it's, uh, yeah. I don't know why the chat does that. It doesn't show the actual sticker, at least through the restream. It shows a description of what the <laughs> yeah, sticker is doing. Says, pair, yeah, it doesn't show the actual sticker. It says, pair character, turning around, waving his hand, saying, hey, you, while lowering his glasses. So, <laughs> so thank, Canon Carol. Thank, thank you, Canon Carol. I love that. Okay. And uh, yeah, Anthony on YouTube says, ain't nobody got no money. Uh, yep, you're yeah. right. I understand. So if you got a few bucks, you can uh, help Gons feed some babies, help me feed some cats. That's great. Um, so thank you guys very much. And remember, head over to Twitch. Follow us on Twitch. We're trying to get partner over there. We got about 10 more days to get that average up. So hopefully we can do it, Gons. I'm looking forward to that. We got all sorts of fun ways to support ourselves over on Twitch. Um, and it's fun, fun, fun. Thanks uh, for tuning in on DLive. DLive went nuts today. All sorts yeah. of people over on DLive. We had like 35 a, at some point. I think I think Titus Frost brought over some folks, so I appreciate that, Titus. Yeah, uh, he did Stephen a good job. B, thank you for the super chat there. Yeah, thanks for the super this chats. Canadian oh, super dollars? chats are fun. Yeah. Um, okay, now let's see. What else? does Do we need to tell anybody about anything? Do we have anything cool going on? We're quickly approaching 200 episodes of CCNT, which is fun. Uh, we've officially passed uh, Canary Cry Radio in episodes, but... Uh, <laughs> we, we've blown past Canary Cry yeah, Radio. We blew past uh, it, so there we go. I don't think there's anything else to plug on, so I'm, I'm just going to let these people go, I think. Unless okay. 
we want to just sit here and uh, chat for a while. <laughs> Je- Jeff Bezos RFID chip in stock. Give me your bitcoins, noobs. Uh, big, <laughs> the word Bitcoin, it's not bitcoins. It's one of those words that's uh, both plural yeah. and singular. Bitcoin, yeah, singular, bi- if you're talking about you say multiple. bitcoins when you're talking to noobs. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Also, yeah, okay. uh, e- Elon made an appearance there. I forgot to give you a shout out, Elon. Thanks. Elon. Um, okay, everybody. Here's the thing. Y'all got friends and family. Your normies. Normie friends and family. They're getting their news from the Facebook feed. They're getting their news from the 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 hella the television. Here's the thing. You got to walk right up to them. You got to tell them what to do. You grab them by the cage and then you shake it. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted. I want to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages. Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me! I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy! Leave the bird alone! Never! Rattle a few cages! Rattle a few cages! The human race will have every opportunity to improve. And if they don't? Ask Noah. That's right. Ask Noah. You got friends and family. They're still getting their news from the the wrong places. Go ahead and uh, grab one of these episodes or an episode on iTunes or Spotify or YouTube or wherever you at. Send it and uh, let them know where uh, where the good stuff is. And that's right here on Canary Cry News Talk. Remember, we are streaming three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, as long as the Lord uh, permits it. And so hopefully see us this coming Friday. We're going to be trying to get going sometime between noon and five. So keep an eye out on your notifications and your email because it'll let you know when we're going live, folks, and you do not want to miss it. So make sure to tune in this Friday. We'll be back. And until then, make sure, everybody, to think outside the cage. Some controversy. I want to rattle a few cages. I want to rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. Oh, 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 I'm it. the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy. Little guy. Well, we'll see about that. Whatever, Illuminati.